Coming to you from Focus One Financial Planning in Roanoke, Virginia, this is Money Gurus, where our team of professionals give financial knowledge and advice to help make your money last. All right, welcome back to another episode of Money Gurus. My name is Morgan, and I'm here today with Bo Blankenship to talk about the dreaded income tax. Um, How do I avoid these taxes? How do I reduce my taxes? Uh, how do I make sure I'm taking advantage of all the deductions? Um, and how did that, how does that impact my financial decision? Um, you know, overall. Um, so we're going to talk today, Bo, about a lot of the detail regarding taxes, but what should a listener expect to take away from this episode? Well, we're going to really focus on the years while you're working, not in retirement. We did a separate podcast for once you retire, but this is really focused on the years while you're working. And again, the same thing I said in the retirement podcast is that you really need to have a plan moving forward, not just this year, but 10 years, 20 years out. And again, I would tell you that when I meet with folks that are still working, it's not that they have a bad plan, it's they have no plan at all. They don't really understand taxes, they don't understand how it impacts them. Um, And so, they're inefficient in the way they manage their financial life. So one of the things I would tell you is when we meet with a a new client or a potential client, we always ask them uh, to bring their tax return. And they always say, well, nobody's ever asked me for the tax return. And our response is, well, it doesn't surprise us because investment people typically don't understand the tax return anyway. So if you brought it in, they wouldn't know what to do with it. They wouldn't know how to show you how it impacts you. So that's not a surprise. And when we go through with them, um, showing them what tax bracket they're in, showing them how investment decisions that they make impact their tax return and what the bottom line is to their tax return, uh, which again is not complicated. It's just that they need to understand it. But when we show them that, they always say, well, you know, nobody's ever shown me this. Heck, I have people in their 60s that tell me that. Hey, nobody's ever really walked me through this. So again, the key is, the key takeaway today is have a plan, understand it, understand how it impacts you, and be consistent with the plan. So one of the big tax words is my tax bracket. We're always hearing, you know, consider what tax bracket you're in. And can you explain what that even means? Yeah, and we won't go too much into detail with the numbers because you can just get overwhelmed with that. But but let's say that the, the brackets right now, they go 10, 12, 22%. So let's just focus on that 22% bracket. So what that means is that if I, on, and this is federal income tax numbers, so if I have a deduction, and let's say, for example, that it's uh, $1,000 that I want to contribute to my 401k, um, the value of that deduction, the value of putting $1,000 in my 401k at the federal level is worth 22% of that number. So, for example, if I did my tax return, and let's just say for this example that I broke even, I don't know anything, I don't get anything back, but then I go, oh, wait, I contributed $1,000 to my 401k, I will get 22% additional cash back on the tax return. So that deduction is worth $220 for me. So that's really how it impacts you. And that's how you 
make financial decisions based on your tax brackets and how that impacts you. The same thing goes for how you invest your money. Um, do I put it in a pre-tax plan or a Roth? Do I invest uh, in an after-tax brokerage or somewhere else? Um, so that's really what we're trying to do is, is help you make the smartest financial decisions with your investments and other things surrounding uh, financial planning, knowing what bracket that you're in. So when, uh, let's say in January, when you're supposed to be getting all of your W-2s, I look at mine and I see the withholding. Is that the exact number of what I will owe or um, is that just an estimate? How does that play into my taxes? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Uh, a couple of funny things about that is that the W-2 withholding is really driven by how you complete the W-4 form when you first start employment with your, with your uh, company. Uh, and people don't realize that that is just an estimate based on how you complete the W-4. It has nothing to do with what you actually owe. And it's funny to me because I've I've asked people, well, what did you owe in income tax? Or they're, they're asked, what did they owe in income tax? And they'll say, well, I didn't owe anything. I got a refund. So what they don't realize is the only reason they got a refund is because they paid in too much. So that really doesn't indicate what taxes they've paid or even what tax bracket they're in. So um, really you need to plan that out more rather than just be surprised on April 15th, you know, whether you get a refund or not. Oh, they got great news. They don't realize that they could plan for that throughout the year. Sure. So all of what we've just discussed is on the federal level. So can you talk to me a little bit about state income tax? Yes, the state income tax is actually forgotten a lot of times because there is so much focus on the federal tax. But, um, I mean, we've got a number of states uh, in the U.S. that are tax-free, Tennessee, Florida, Texas, Alaska. Uh, but we're in Virginia. The Virginia tax rate is 5.75%. And again, it works. It would work the same way as the federal in the sense that when we're doing planning for clients, we're, we're factoring in both st uh, state and federal tax rates. So in my early example, I used 22%. For the federal, and let's say I round off the state to six, let's say Virginia is six. So for this particular client, I'm using 28% as their tax bracket, and that drives investment decisions. It drives financial decisions that we make uh, together to try to be as efficient as possible with their money. So what are some other ways that I can use this information to my benefit? Well, the big thing is, you know, when you think about financial decisions that you make, um, let's say, on the investment side first, um, what we look at is, let's say you're investing in an after-tax or uh, taxable account. You're just going to put it in a brokerage account. The dividends interest each year at the end of the year are going to be taxable to you. So, for example, if I'm in a really low bracket, uh, I may rather be in a taxable bond where I would I would pay tax on the bond because it's not very much Where, or versus if I'm in a really high bracket, I would put it in municipal bonds where it's tax free to me. So that would be how it would drive a, a financial decision. Um, the most common is I have a retirement plan at work or uh, I'm going to contribute to a either a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. 
one is tax deductible, one is not tax deductible. So uh, when we're looking at tax planning, we're looking with that client, we're looking at what is your bracket today, what will it look like in the future, um, and how does this impact you from a tax tax pr uh, prospect? Right. So it sounds like this is not going to be... It's pretty cut and dry, but the you know what you contribute to and things like that, that's going to be something that's kind of case by case, looking at your whole, um, you know, all of your debt, all of your income, that's going to be something that you would need to sit down with a tax planner or a financial professional about. Yes, and I would say, I mean, again, I would say you would want to sit down with a financial professional that understands taxes, understands that they can make investment decisions or help you make investment decisions that are tax efficient. So one last example before we leave the podcast. Again, our, our, our goal here is to say uh, don't just go into this blindly and fill out your tax return in April and say, boy, I sure hope this works out, you know, and, and not really understand what you're getting into, but rather uh, plan throughout the year uh, so that when you get to the April time filing deadline and you file the return, you know exactly how it's going to turn out. In fact, I would tell you, for the majority of my clients, we get their pay stubs, we get their 1099s, we have their brokerage accounts. When we do modeling, we can model it within a few hundred dollars of where the, the tax return actually turns out, how it ends up. So it's none of my clients get surprised. When we file in April, they know exactly what it's going to look like in Dece on December 31st, and that's the key. But I, one of the things I would say is uh, for people who are investing in, in a taxable account is, uh, again, looking at this is there are taxable, there are tax-efficient ways to invest your money so that you can defer taxes. Uh, let's say you using ETFs, for example, which are very tax-efficient. Even though you're getting growth in the account, you're deferring taxes. So that's just one of many things, many tools that you can use to minimize taxes and be efficient in your financial plan. Right. Well, this has been super valuable, valuable information. Um, Bo, thanks for joining me today, and we'll see you on the next episode of Money Gurus. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, please shoot us an email at morgan at focus1fp.com. If you are interested in learning more about what services we offer, please visit our website at www.focus1fp.com.